Hi guys, number two here from the UK, getting you to listen to the Sick and Wrong podcast. You stay safe now, guys. Be seeing you. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and Wrong. Yes. You listen to the sick or not? The sick and wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, Steve Simon. I'm Harrison. Happy Passover there, Harrison. Yeah, whatever. You know, this has been one of the uh, <laughs> Jewiest. <laughs> this has been one of the Jewiest. Uh, I don't even know if, that, know if that's a word, but one of the Jewiest Passovers I've had in a long time. Okay. Last night, I went to a Seder at my cousin's house. Yeah. I was invited to two Seders this year. Jesus. A good friend of mine who lives here, uh, she and her husband were having a Seder. She invited me on Friday night. And then my cousin, my first cousin who lives in Thousand Oaks, she invited me to her Seder. And so I was like, well, I'm definitely not going to two. Yeah. I, I, was, I wasn't even planning on going to either. And I was like, well... It's good to see my family. And I had some other family coming out from Chicago that was going to be here. So I was like, you know, I'll go do that. I'll go do that one. So on Saturday night, I went to uh, uh, the Seder at my cousin's house. And I brought my girlfriend with me who had never experienced right. a Seder. Okay. Um, just because I thought it would be really funny. And uh, yeah, you know, it was it was cool. It was cool hanging out with family. I got to say, she got off easy though because I, I don't know, you know, I grew up having a Seder with my father as a rabbi. Mm. And that Seder was just unbearable. Maybe mm. hate Passover. It was like a four-hour long thing. My dad mm. did every single prayer, every single song. Mm. It was like he'd invite all the converts and all the people who had nowhere else to go, mm. like all the spinsters <laughs> and the bachelors that were like, you know, unmarried at age 50, uh, cat women, whatever. They would all come <laughs> to my house and my mom would make this big Passover Seder. And then my dad would do this like four-hour thing. It was like, it was unbearable and mm. we had to do two we had to do both nights my the, my parents were hardcore my mm. my cousin fred who did the uh the seder last night it's like a 20 20 minute thing yeah you know you like read a couple things say a couple prayers do a song let's eat i've always wanted to do a seder where you have to dress up like a seder like that's been a dream, long wow, dream of mine yeah that's like meta you know? yeah i like that it's seders at a seder yeah yeah that's i kind of like that right yeah, you know what's funny? Plus, they, women would be topless, I that, think. Which would also be kind of cool. I, I've never seen a female satyr, so I guess... At, at that point, can, is it like a Bacchanalian soiree? Because there's all this wine. It is. Because at satyrs, you're supposed to yeah. drink like five glasses of wine. Sure. You know, five yeah. cups of wine. But it, did you ever have to do that when you were a kid? Yeah, I had Passover dinner, but there's just like a brief prayer. Oh, okay, know? so it was like a... Kind of like what I probably did last night. Like a, glass a 20 minute of wine, thing. Uh, you know, glass of wine nobody drinks for some asshole angel or something. I don't know. Right? Elijah. Elijah. He's an angel. A prophet. Okay. But yeah, whatever. close enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was saying to her last night, but mm. my cousin did make everybody do like a little responsive reading and she yeah. did do like the four questions, but she was like, uh, all right, whatever. I mean, she's not going to say no to a room full of Jews. But then, um, but then, yeah, then it was like done. She's like, I wasn't too bad. And I'm like, mm. oh, you have no idea if you had to go. Cause in high school I would bring my girlfriends just mm. to go just, 
because I thought it was funny. And we'd mm. get really high beforehand because I thought it was funny. And they would just be like, and my dad would like make them sing. Mm. I mean, he would be like, you have to sing because this is your first Seder. Mm. And they would just be like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, that didn't happen. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad. What about, uh, what, like, do you do anything? Did your family do shit for Easter? Because aren't you kind of, you're a half-breed, right? I'm a half-breed, yeah. I had an Easter basket. No, Easter yeah, basket? That was about it, yeah. Oh, wow. Easter basket. Yeah, so uh-huh. that's, that's, not, that's Candy. not bad. Candy. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's actually not that bad. I, I used to have to go to church, too. Oh. I had to do both. Shit. Wow, yeah. they made you, God, that's yeah. that's not good. Yeah. Divorced you had to go parents. do like a church thing. Yeah, I say it at my bubbies, and then I had to go to church on Sunday morning for Easter. I'd say fuck the candy if I didn't have to go to church. Yeah. I'd be like, if, if I don't have to go to church, I don't even it's care like if I, I have your candy stupid anyway. chocolate rabbit. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not that hard to get candy when I say you're it's kid. not that big of a deal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, you know, I'm sorry to hear about the, uh, the, the breakup there, Harrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easter, did that happen on Easter Sunday? Sucks. Like, resurrection of Jesus? No, it happened, like... Couldn't resurrect the relationship? <laughs> it happened, like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> it happened, like, two weeks ago, uh, but it's actually just hitting me now. Yeah. Because I've created a bunch of problems for myself in the last two weeks to distract me, so now it's actually just hitting me, and I'm just sitting around drinking listening to fucking arthur's theme ah drinking know? heavily so that's usually what happens in breakup I, you know i gotta say uh, i met your uh your ex-girlfriend she was cool yeah. i liked her yeah she yeah. was on a uh she is on a successful show don't be saying what people are all right all right all right, all right. i don't want to get in trouble uh, okay you know? all right but no she yeah. was cool i she liked was her cool. she's very cool you know and uh, uh she i mean she dumped me because i'm a shitty boyfriend yeah you know? i'm I mean, just not i i you know i'm not i'm not great at it um, you know, I think once I get my life together, I'd be better. Was it a surprise? Like, was it just like you you showed up at home and there's a note on your door, or was it like one of those things where it's like now we're gonna yeah, go to a like, restaurant? It was like the Judd Hirsch television show, <laughs> Dear John, Dear Harrison. Yeah, 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 you're an asshole. Bye. Yeah. Now, was it something like that? No. Do you remember that show, Dear John? Dear John. Yeah. yeah. yeah Dear John Letter. Judd Hirsch. Yeah. <laughs> what a <laughs> sad taxi, fucking show that was. That was, I know. And that was a sitcom? Yeah. Definitely. Everything by Judd Hirsch does is so sad. Well, he looks like just a, like a melancholic man, <laughs> right. doesn't he? Just his I mean, face. his character on Taxi. Yeah. Also yeah. sad. So. Um, yeah, you know, that's the thing. It's like with breakups, it, it, sometimes it's spontaneous. Yeah. It just happens, like on the phone. It just happens. Or sometimes it's premeditated, and you're mm. like, you go out to... I never recommend going out to a restaurant. Because mm. there's tears involved. Yeah. It's awkward. It's never you good anywhere you do it. It's always bad. Yeah, but if it's you in know? your own house, then it's like, you know, it's it's not as bad. I don't mind if it's at their house. Because if I, get, I go over to my girlfriend's house and we break up, then I'm like, all right, well, now I'm going to leave. Bye. Right, right. And I can just, yeah. you know, leave. So, I don't know. How, how'd this go down? Was it just kind of like... We're done. Were just, you blindsided? I wasn't blindsided. Okay, you know so you I mean? had a you had an inkling. Yeah. yeah, I just I, uh, I I think I could only handle disappointing one person these days, meaning myself. Yourself, okay. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say your parents, but yeah, no. yeah. Um, no, my mom's cool. My mom's fine. Yeah, dad always. I don't. He doesn't count. Um, he's, me, he's, I, he's I don't disappoint. Yeah, you I don't, don't count, count at all. No, no. <laughs> disappoint so, me on a weekly basis. You know. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, uh, you know. Every all of her points were valid. Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm sad about it. You know. I loved her. I was. You know. That's I just, a bummer, I just man. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. It just sucks. The whole thing sucks. 
The whole thing fucking sucks. Uh, w- the reason why I'm even talking about this, because I don't think, I, I don't know. It, we don't usually talk about relationships too much. I don't think you've ever mentioned her on the show. I have not mentioned her on the show. And no. there's two reasons. And th- this is actually something she was upset about. Oh, she was upset about that? It was one of the, it was actually the only thing that she mentioned that I was kind of like, oh, that's odd. Everything else she mentioned, I'm like, yep, yep, I did that, yep. I'm, you know, but this was kind of odd. It was because I'd never mentioned her on the podcast. And there's, there's two reasons. Did she um, listen? Yeah. Yeah. She listened to the show. Yes. Okay. All yeah. right. So there was two reasons. I don't generally like to talk about things in my life that are going well because I don't want to jinx them. So I never like, I feel like if you talk about something that's going well, it's like begging God to fucking just step on your face. Yeah. It's like you know? dangling, you yeah. know, like a, like a string in front of a cat. Yeah. Like, are you going to get it? Uh, so, so that's one. And then the other reason is that, uh, I don't talk about things that are going well in the podcast in my life because it's not funny. You know what yeah, I mean? That's true. Yeah. When my I mean, life's a tragedy, disaster, that's, that's yeah. what's funny. Yeah. My, the more tragic my life is, the funnier I am in general and the funnier it is. I, so, I've learned not to talk about my personal life in the podcast because mm. I've had girlfriends get really pissed off at me right? for either bringing something up or making a joke, like an ill-timed joke or whatever, right? you know, hyperbole, exaggeration, whatever it is. So I've just like learned over the years, I'm just not going to mention them. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll mention like my girlfriend, I did this, but I'm not going to actually go into detail sure. about like my relationship and the ups and downs of our, our relationship. I don't want to talk about it. Mm. You know, I'd rather talk about like a guy having sex with a dolphin. Sure. Or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, but I see what you're saying. It's like tragedy equals comedy. Right. But it's like if your life's going well, what are you going to do? Be like, oh, I have a beautiful girlfriend, <laughs> you know, in a beautiful house in my beautiful car. Yeah. It's like that. That's not funny. I don't want to hear that. It's not. Yeah. You know, they don't want to hear that. So wait, so uh, what? Would, was she pissed off about the show? Like, did, did, was that like a point of contention? I, it was it was a small point of contention that I'd never mentioned during the show. How'd she say it? She was just like, I'm, I'm offended because you don't care about me. I think she saw it as as evidence that I, you know, that she didn't t- take her seriously or something like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sorry. Like to I hear said, that, everything man. else made total sense. That was a little out of left field for me. Huh. Um. But I don't know. I. You know. How do you. How do you pick up the fucking. You break a teacup. You can't put it back together. I guess you could put it back together. Maybe with some glue. Super glue. But, but I don't it know. takes a while. Yeah. To do that. And I'm know? not good at stuff. Yeah. So, well, you know, I wonder if like she would have felt differently about you if it, if this was like, a, and this has been bothering me, if this was a more legitimate, like serious podcast, mm. instead of just kind of be like, you know, this sarcastic, negative, cynical show we do every week, and maybe by listening to it, she thought you're just a cynical person. You, you, you right. see what I'm saying here? Okay. Yeah. It's like I wonder if she's like. Like she's like, you know, you you do this cynical show where you take the piss out of everybody. You're sarcastic. You talk about horrible things that you laugh at. It's like maybe maybe she was thinking, like like I guess what I'm saying here is if we did a show that was more serious, like serial serial mm. podcast. You ever listen to that? Yes, I've listened. To or it. my favorite murder. Mm-hmm. These shows that are that are serious. If people would take us us as people more seriously, ah, so the you know? the, the, the 
genuineness would would translate into our lives as well into our lives because mm. we'd be more genuine people because i feel like now it's like people like listen to the mm. show and they're like yeah these these two sad mm. clowns yeah that make fun of everything everything's don't take anything seriously everything's, everything's a, a bit with these guys yeah nothing serious nothing every, for real every girl i've yeah. ha- i've ever been with have listened yeah. to the show that's why i don't want them to listen to the show because right. they, they get this like misinterpretation of who i am my character yeah you know and then i was thinking well, maybe I should do a show that's more genuine. Right. Maybe I should do a. Sh- maybe we should do a show that actually helps people in society rather than mocks and ridicules them. And I, I agreed. You know, and, and I thought it was a good idea. Well, I feel like you know we've been around. God, we've been around like almost twelve years. Mm. We've been doing this show for a long time. I don't think we're taken seriously in the podcast verse. We're, we're not. Yeah. People, most people don't even know who we are. No. You know, first of all, and then, you know, I, I feel it's about time. We've got a Patreon page. Doing a long time. Maybe we should move towards legitimacy. Yeah. You know, and I've been putting a lot of thought into this. It's cereal is what. So I started listening to cereal. My girlfriend likes cereal, mm. and so I started listening to cereal, and that's S E R I A L, not cereal <laughs> like Captain Crunch or something. Okay. Yeah. Because that's that's not. Thanks a for the wordplay. Well, I just want people to know because okay. you know. We're, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a serious podcast. So it, I was listening to Serial and I was thinking, you know, I, I, you know, Sarah Koenig, she does the show. Yeah. She's the host. I looked it up. I kind of look like her, but I'm a, uh, obviously ma- a man, you know, a male, but I mean, I kind of look like her. We, we look similar. And I was thinking, you know, maybe we should rebrand this mm. show instead of being sick and wrong. Even when I reach out to people to be on the show and I say sick and wrong or email, and as soon as they see sick and wrong, they run. I hate telling they people run from it. I what hate the title telling people. of the podcast is. So maybe we should just change yeah. it to S&W. I like that. That can mean anything. Yeah. That can mean like sword and... and waterfall. Waterfall. Sword. Yeah, waterfall. Sword and waterfall. Whatever. It doesn't matter yeah. what it means. Yeah. S&W. Mm. So when I, when I tell people, it's like, this is S&W. Mm. We're a serious show. Yeah. You know, we do investigative journalism rather than like mocking journalism, which right. is what we've done for so long. Like this comedic thing, which has never really worked for us. Right. I mean, we built an audience. I love our audience. It could be our names or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Simon and, and Harrison. Weatherford. S&W. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it's, I, yeah. could, I could see that. Right. S&W featuring two mm-hmm. investigative journalists, yeah. Simon and Harrison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's, I just feel like this move towards legitimacy will, would be a good thing for us. I love our audience. Don't get me wrong. And I hope we're going to be able to keep a lot of them, but we're definitely going to appeal to a whole new group of people yeah. that want to listen to some, something serious. Someone like a podcast that is beneficial and altruistic. Like we're giving back. We're actually doing something. So like I, I was inspired by Sarah Koenig, you know, she, um, you know, she co-created this show with someone. I was developed by this American life. I mean, it, which is not, which is an also an admirable mm. podcast. You ever listen to This American Life? Oh yeah, Ira Glass, respected journalist. Yeah. People love the people listen to that guy. Like mm. This American Life, brilliant show. You know, I, I I listen to him, and he actually speaks to me, and he he makes a difference in society. And I sat down. I did research for this. Yeah. Every I I was doing research, and all the time I was doing research, I wasn't doing drugs. That's you know that's a good thing. It's a, it keeps me off the streets. That's what I'm saying. Serial, Serial yeah. Podcast ranked number one on iTunes even before its debut. Mm. And it was there for several weeks. We've never even come close to number one. No. You know, probably because of the format of our show. Mm. 
you know. Cyril uh, won a Peabody Award in April 2015 for its innova- innovative telling of a long-form nonfiction story. How many awards have we won? Just the John Steele Not Funny Diarrhea Club Award. That's about it. That's I, not even a real award. Okay. I made that up. <laughs> it sounded but, real. I know, but I bet you he yeah. probably has an award yeah. like that. Oh, okay. You know, but Do you have to we, wear a tuxedo to that? <laughs> <laughs> you get like a plaque. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I was saying. It's like, I feel like we're not considered to be a legitimate news podcast. We're considered to be a joke, a right. farce. You know, this, these two assholes that get together and do this cynical show. And you have girlfriends that listen to the show, and that's who they think we are. Mm. So I'm sorry if, if people are bothered by this, but I think we're going to change the show. We've changed the format of the show before. Yeah. You know, this isn't the first time we've done this. It's been a long time. Sick and Wrong has evolved over the years, and we've been doing the show a long time. And yeah, Sick and Wrong has gone through several evolutions. And this is a new one, you know? Evolve with us, won't you? And, and, that's, and that's what it is. So we're changing the show. It's now going to be called S&W, and we're going to do investigative journalism. And I found a story. We actually found a story. We did research on this story uh, this week. Um, yeah. It's, it, let, me, let me roll the theme music here. Okay. From adamandeve.com, it's S&W, one story told week by week with D and Harrison. Harrison, masturbation's normal. All humans do it. How many times do you masturbate a day? Uh, if I'm not on drugs, um, probably five days a week. Five days a week, yeah. see? He masturbates five days. We all masturbate. It's yeah. a natural thing to do. Sometimes people masturbate in areas maybe where people think that guys are masturbating at times when they're not. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, you and I masturbate. Masturbation is a normal human activity. We all do this. So is scratching. Mm. You know, there's lots of things. And there's lots of things that can be people... People can misinterpret things about other people. People have their own biases about other people. And that's kind of the point of this podcast is we're going to dig deep into certain things and we're going to expose injustices and and biases and see if we can move beyond that where we're actually taking people for who they really are, not for what their outward appearance is. So I came across this story about a man named Nigel Smith who was arrested for public indecency. He's an Oregon man. He, uh, he, he lives here now. Um, you brought him to my attention because yeah. you met him at an NA meeting I did. last time. You're not going to NA now. I don't NA think now. we're supposed to say that. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to blow his cover. Mm. I wasn't going to say it, but I was thinking, you know. He said he doesn't care, so it's fine. We can mention it. Which is cool. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. Cause you're not supposed to say stuff about NA yeah. or people who go to NA meetings. But when I heard about this story, I was just like, I'm shocked and I'm kind of appalled that Nigel would be crucified, not to use the Easter term, but it's mm. Easter, so why not? Would be crucified like this publicly without even getting a fair chance. 
You or a resurrection. Or or a resurrection. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe this podcast might be in a, a resurrection. Maybe. I mean, you look at like serial podcasts. Adnan Syed, the guy mm. who's uh, convicted or convicted of murder, mm. he's getting a new trial. Yes. So maybe Nigel here, who uh, is facing a public indecency charge for allegedly, allegedly, that's the important term, that's the key word here, masturbating inside a Halloween store to photos of women on the packaging of sexy costumes. Maybe he can resurrect his life after this, mm. after these charges. You know, I, I feel like, you know, why, why are we doing this? Maybe because a grave injustice occurred in Portland, Oregon on November 2nd, 2015, when that ruined a man's life and sullied his name for the foreseeable future. Hmm. That's why we're doing this. Why are we doing this? Maybe there's more people to blame than one guy. Maybe sexy Halloween costumes are to blame. Exactly. And then the Harrison pointed this out. Yeah. So in 2017, the United States spent $1.68 billion on adult costumes. See, the sexy costume was merely the fashion industry's attempt to capitalize on the Halloween parades of Greenwich Village during the sexual revolution. But actually, this tradition dates back even further to 18th century rural Scotland. In his poem Halloween, Robert Burns lays out its legacy. The lassies star fray, mang the mat, to poo their stalks of corn, but rab slips out and jinks about behind the muckle thorn. Exactly. Right? That's a very good point because yeah. maybe maybe the Scottish people are to blame for the sexy costumes. There's culpability I think is 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 to be had on all levels here. There's many different arenas of culpability and instead it seems like here in Oregon they're pointing to one man, Nigel Smith. The, the, there's no baseline for normalcy in a Halloween store. Is my point. That was the thing that really struck me about this whole case. Inanity yeah. abounds in a yeah. Halloween store. What, right. what is the purpose of a Halloween store? Yeah. And that, that's the thing. There's like fake spiders hanging from the... You don't know yeah. what's going and on. And like masks of all these yeah. mythical creatures yeah. that don't even exist. Draculas. Or sometimes parody outfits of like conservative politicians. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. It, it's it's a fantasy world where a lot of fantastical actions take place. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of things can be misinterpreted. Cues can be misread. And I think that's what happened in the story here, what happened to Nigel Smith. And that's kind of the point, I think, of the direction now of S&W. S&W, Dean Harrison here, are going to do investigative journalism to try to clear people's names who have been wrongly accused. Mm. You know, and, uh, and, and Nigel, when you met him at, 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 at the NA meeting, I don't mean to blow his cover here, the guy, like, he's a cool guy. Yeah. You know, we went out and we had coffee with him and we talked about this because we don't want to spring this on the guy. We're not going to be like, hey, we're, we, want you, we want to exploit your story for our show So in our quest for legitimacy. It's not like we we're trying to do that. Right. But what we we're trying to do is like, we're like, hey, listen, we believe your side of the story. We want to prove you're innocent. I mean, if Adnan Saeed can get a retrial, I think... Nigel Smith here can get a new lease on life. Yeah. You know? And so that's kind of the whole point of where we're going here. So this is the first part of a 16-part series. This is episode one of a 16-part series. And we're going to interview Nigel Smith. And we plan to interview many other people here that are involved in the story. All the characters involved in the story. You know? And uh, and uh, the, so the first thing, we reached out to Nigel. We're like, hey, we want to have you on the show. We want to hear your part of the story. 
were you in this Halloween store? Were you looking at packages of uh, of sexy costumes? And did you touch yourself? Yeah. You know, was there a wet spot on the front of your sweatshorts that people saw? I don't know. And a wet spot could be, there's so many things. I mean, could you could have like, you know, sweaty genitals. A lot of people could do that. And what one customer might see as masturbation, another person might might say, actually, he was itching his anus. I mean, you do that, don't you? I do. You do. So that, that's When I think thing. nobody's looking. <laughs> exactly. Could be somebody looking. You never know. I mean, you don't, you can't see everything, mm-hmm. the, the whole room. So anyway, we're going to call Nigel Smith right now. And we're going to get his side of the story. Hello? Hey, Nigel. It's uh, D. Simon here in Harrison calling from S&W. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Uh, doing pretty good. Thanks for being on the show. Um, as you know, uh, we uh, are a serious podcast, and we are looking into your case because we feel that there's been a grave injustice here. Um, mm-hmm. And... Uh, we feel it's unfair now because of one incident, you're labeled as a sex offender. And uh, we, we wanted us to talk to you about this. We feel it, it merits a deep dive investigation. Yes. Yes. And yes, uh, it, we, it we're, we're, our goal here is to, is to clear your name, Nigel. Uh, we feel that you um, have been unjustly accused. And uh, we plan to interview many characters involved in this story. So thanks for being on the show today and uh, allowing us this opportunity to prove your innocence here. Um, oh, and thank you so much for believing me. Oh, you're welcome. So, so how's life since the incident? Are, are you able to live in like a regular neighborhood or do you have to live in a, like a tent under an overpass? Well, right now, luckily, uh, I haven't really moved yet. So that's, uh, that part hasn't uh, affected me. I'm a little worried about, you know, my, my apartment is near a school, so I'm not sure you know, the boundaries of something like that is, or a daycare center, mm. which is also kind of terrifying. So I, I you know, I kind of just stay away. Well, I, I've read that like, that uh, a lot of uh, like sex offenders just because they can't get a place to live, just end up living in a tent community under under a bridge, kind of like, like trolls. Like trolls. Yeah. So I'm ho- hoping yeah, that doesn't I, happen, Nigel. I, I, I pray to God, you know, I've met a lot of other people that are also in the same situation and it is, it's, it's pretty sad, honestly. Um, did, it, it is, it, it is sad. Did uh, you have to go door to door and knock on everyone's door and say, hi, my name's Nigel. I'm a sex offender. Yeah. And it's, it's at first people thought it was kind of a joke. Um, <laughs> like the big so that was kind of, that? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a little rough. Um, you know, they, they first thought it was a joke, and then they, they go from laughing to being appalled. Um, so that's kind of... Uh, well, yeah. That kind of sucks. I mean, I, I, I can but, imagine. It's got to be a bit awkward. Yeah, yeah, especially when you've known them for a while, and then, um, you know, that happens. It's 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 kind of weird. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, especially, so especially when, you know... I have to do it, and you know, I I don't. I'm bound to it by law, and I don't even. I don't even know why. I didn't even do it. So it's, it's just not fair. Yeah, that that's I mean, you better hope that nothing bad goes down in your neighborhood because they're coming for you, buddy. Yeah, I'm oh, on the list. I'm sure on the kill list, definitely. 
definitely. So how has this affected your dating life? Like, were you in a relationship when this happened? Like, like if a girl, if you meet a girl and she Googles your name and she sees that you were caught whacking off in a, uh, ma- I mean, masturbating in a Halloween store, would she break up with you? How, how does, what happens here? Yeah, I definitely wasn't, didn't have a girlfriend. I wouldn't have been in the store in the first place, but, um, you know, it, it's 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 been an ongoing struggle, and now I'm def- I definitely say it's a lot worse. Um, if they find out about that, um, it's it's pretty much a game over. There has been a couple instances where it was, I guess, kind of a turn on, but those girls were utterly terrifying. So I kind of <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Stayed, oh. Yeah, it was like a million level ten, so I couldn't really, you know. So yeah, it, it's been kind of a bummer, man. What about your parents? What did they think? Or siblings? Uh, luckily, they've, uh, you know, in the beginning, they were very supportive about it. And um, they said they kept saying to believe me and stuff. And, you know, I, it was a little weird at Thanksgiving and, and uh, some of the family holidays but because uh, of their friends. But uh, I think they still believe me. Uh, you know, there's just a lot of, uh, been a lot of attention around this. And, uh I don't know how long they're gonna they're gonna keep with it. Uh, it's definitely uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, luckily I, you don't have any brothers or sisters, so you know there's no judgment there. Thank God. Yeah, that's a good thing because I imagine if like if I had if this happened to my brother, I'd probably bring it up during every family engagement. You know, because I yeah. I mean not not to you know not to be that's like, cruel, rude. It aren't cruel. I, I mean, I'm just saying I would probably playfully acknowledge it. You know, um, hopefully. This podcast will clear your name, so it won't be a big deal. And then, uh, you know, and then they can look past it. You know, we can move that on. That would be great. Maybe one day we can laugh at it, but there's been too many tears to laugh. So, yeah, yeah, a, hopefully. Yeah, that exactly. And that, that's kind of our goal here because, you know, we're we're a serious to, podcast. To get to the laughter. To get to the laughter. Our goal is to, you know, right now be serious and then later on get to the laughter. So what? Uh, Nig- one of the only, yeah. N- Nigel, yeah. um. Tell us, let's go back to that day, November 2nd, 2015, when you were in the Spirit Halloween store, Spirit Halloween store. What, what happened? What, what, what were you doing? What costumes were you looking at? Well, there was, uh, there was a lot of different costumes, and uh, there's this uh, party I was going to, and I was looking for uh, something that was mildly offensive. And um, I came across this uh, sexy conservative. Hmm. And... Uh, it was, I got to say, it was, it was definitely sexy and definitely was conservative. When you say, when you say sexy conservative, are you talking about like a Jeff Sessions sexy outfit, like Jeff Sessions in lingerie? Like I'm, I'm what kind of yeah, conservative but, or like a, like a Paul Ryan type? More, but more like female, you know? Yeah. Oh. Like a Paul Ryan with a big dumb face, you know, and, and kind of plain looking, but uh, also very, very sexual. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. And so. It, it, in the article, they, at least what I read here, it said that a female customer saw you looking at the the Halloween costumes that had sexy women on the covers, and that she says she saw you, and I'm quoting here, whacking off. Were you masturbating? No, I wasn't masturbating. I wouldn't do that in public. So you did not expose your penis? Depending on the angle, but no, no, definitely did not expose my penis fully. 
F- fully. Okay. Was there some over the pants stroking involved? Well, it's a little embarrassing, but uh, it was uh, it was it was wash day, and uh, I had to uh, I was grooming, doing some manscaping, and the the razor was a little old, oh. and uh, it it caused a lot of uh, you know pussy ingrown whatever anyway genital so, itching you know, it was, and it was a little bit of fire you know it was it was it was, it was you know genital not, itching not ingrown hairs well Boils. you know harrison my co-host has an itchy anus at times i don't know how's that going with that it, it flares up flares up every now and then. and so when you're in public you know i bet you they wouldn't think you're masturbating but they might think you're trying to stick your finger like in your anus yeah scratching yeah and so you know what i'm talking about i, I know exactly what you're talking about so, so it looked like, so were you just kind of going down there? You had a freshly shaved, you know, scrotal region and you're just giving a little, a little scratch. It was more than a little scratch. It was a very big flare up. It was, you know, it was, so maybe, you know, I, I, it was a little, uh, yeah, it was, I definitely had to give it, give it some attention. And, and this is the thing that, that really gets my goat here. You see a female customer sees you in, you know, scratching your genitals she immediately assumes it's masturbation. And then store employees, there's no due process. They're immediately chasing after you thinking like, you know, this guy's masturbating in public. But what are you supposed to do? Pull out your, you know, inflamed genitals and be like, no, I'm actually scratching my scrotum because I shaved yesterday and it's, it's, it's irritated. I think it's definitely, it's definitely sexist. Um, I, I think that if I were, uh, if I identified as a female, uh, they would definitely, it would have been different because there were females in the store and if it was another female, I think it was definitely part of some type of sexist agenda and I think that had a big part to play in it. I think it's profiling. Also, I don't think this would have been an incident, let alone a grand jury indictment, had this happened before Halloween. That That's a good point. Mm. That's a very good point. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think it's just during Halloween. So, according to the story here, upon learning of the masturbating, here it goes. Dudley Do-Right here, the store employee. I don't mean to label him because we're probably going to interview him yeah. on the show. Okay. The um, a, a store employee told cops that you were, want, you were perusing photos of women on the packaging of Halloween costumes. And then she told a male employee who confronted you. And then it says here that you shoved the worker and you tried to run out of the store, but then he tackles you. Did did you do that? Did you shove him? Did you uh, assault this this worker? Well, of course I shoved him. He came close to me, man. I mean, I ain't gay. Oh, that's that's a good point. Looking at pictures of girls, man. I mean, I, I thought it was coming after my junk or something. And so you were like, it was a fight or flight thing. It sounds to me. You're just like, I'm gonna get out of here as fast as I can. And then oh, he, absolutely. And then he tackled you, which is, to, to me, it goes above and beyond the Call of Duty as a spirit Halloween store employee. I mean, how much do those guys make? Like $10 an hour? Yeah. If that? Why would you tackle Ridiculous. a guy who's supposedly masturbating? That's the last thing I'm going to do. He's the one committing the sex crime. jobs is show up and be like halfway sober. Yeah, That's and be it. somewhat coherent. I, I, you're not supposed to like tackle people who might or might not be masturbating in your store. It, it also says here that when he tackled you, you bit him. Did, did you bite this man, Nigel? Of course, I bit him. Okay, I had well. to do. I did everything I could. I did everything I could, and he was he was 
He was a big guy, he was real strong, but I, that's the only t- mode of defense I have, and I bit the hell out of him. So that, that's the thing. I think when you're cornered in a situation like this, you're forced to fight back. And I don't, I don't think you had much of a choice. I did not. And, you know, it, it, I, I bit him real good. You, you got him. Yeah, you, you got him. Did you, did you bite him on, like, the shoulder? Or did you try to bite him in, like, the face? Or what, what, what happened there? Yeah, like around, you know, shoulder, neck area. I was really trying to disable him as much as I could. And I figured yeah. that was the best place to go for it. Plus, well, anyone you encounter in a Halloween store, whether they're shopping there or whether they work there, they're sketchy. They, they are. And oftentimes, they're wearing masks. Like, yes. was this guy wearing, like, a werewolf mask or a vampire mask? It's some, like, fluffy thing on the head, over his head, which is, like, one of the things why I shoved him. You see this guy running at you with his mask on. You know, this thing is going after my junk, so I got my hand scratching it, and, you know, I never know. Terrifying. You know, people have night terrors about this type of thing. So I definitely I, developed PTSD from this. I, I can see that. And then to make matters worse, this guy tackles you, and then you're pinned to the ground outside the store by three men who held you till police arrived. So three other guys come over and held you down. There's nothing you can do. And here I read that Officer Bagoni noticed a wet spot on the front of your shorts directly in front of your genitals. Hmm. So, I mean, I could see how that could be suspicious. I could see how someone might, be, might think it might be semen or something. Was there a wet spot on your sweat shorts? Yes, there was a wet spot. Hmm. Yes, there was. And uh, was it, you know, was it some kind of bodily fluid or was it, uh, did you have like... Well, yeah, it was a bodily fluid, yeah. I mean, I was in fight or flight mode. I was very, very freaked out, very scared. So you probably urinated. Three guys on top of me. I, yes, I may or may not have slightly urinated. A little bit of leakage. leakage. And that's natural when you're scared like that. That's that's the thing. As you get older, it happens. Yeah, and, and plus, uh, how, how old are you, Nigel? 33. 33 years old. So, I mean, it, it can it happen. It, you know, it can happen when you hit your 30s. You know, you can't hold that your, you know, your urethra as tight as well, you used to I mean, I, I know this. I'm, I'm in my 40s, and I, I, I spot a little bit. You know, not not that often, but I do. And if I was like, you know, in a in a situation where I was being held down by three men, possibly three masked men outside of a Halloween store, I probably have fully urinated down my leg. So I can understand. Um, so Nigel, I guess our mission here is uh, we're going to investigate. We're doing a deep dive into this entire case. This is a the first of a the uh, sixteen part series where we're planning to interview all the characters involved, and we're going to work to reveal the truth of what actually happened on that fateful day. And what I think is going to be a, a, a key uh, point in your appeal uh, is that sexy conservative costume, I don't really see it. Yeah. If it were a sexy pirate or a sexy ghostbuster, that's... then we'd have something to talk about. But I, I think we can really make that a point in your appeal when that comes up. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's like, right. I think they're making it sound like this sex crazed pervert goes into a Halloween store is looking at a picture of a, you know, a girl in a sexy Ghostbusters outfit. Next thing you know, he's like masturbating all over the place, mm. you know, <sighs> whacking off as his store employee. So crassly put it. And it, you know, meanwhile, it's like, how do they know what's going on? How do they know that you don't have a, you know, a genital irritation? They have no idea. It's they none of their business. 
And, and so what they do, they call the police. Next thing you know, you're a sex offender and you're living under the bridge in a tent. And that, that sticks with you forever. Yeah, there's, you're not going to get that off your record. And, it, you know, you're not even going to be able to get a job at Carl's Jr. if oh, you're a sex sure. offender. Yeah. So. I have to not have to learn, like, Bitcoin or something, you know? It's, it's, it sucks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not going to be an easy life. So, you know, Nigel, we believe you, we support you, and uh, I'm sure we're going to be interviewing you a little bit more on the show when we corroborate your story with some of the other characters involved here. But um, but thank right. thank you That's for uh, taking the time to be on this episode, and uh, we'll we'll be in touch. Thank you, thank you so All much, right. guys. Thanks. So that was good for us to actually reach out to Nigel and hear his part of the story. You know, and I hope that guy can pick up the pieces and keep living his life. I mean, it's I don't know what you do if you're all of a sudden like labeled a sex offender. I mean, it, it impacts your life at you know levels I can't even understand. You know, I can't comprehend. So, you know, this is part one of uh, of the next of a sixteen part series of S and W, um, where we're going to interview. You know, we interviewed Nigel. We're planning to interview the store employee who tackled Nigel. We're going to interview some of the bystanders who held him down. Um, I plan to interview interview the police officer hmm. who uh, who remarked about the wet spot, Officer Bagoni. Officer Bagoni. Um, I plan to interview uh, the manager of the Spirit Halloween store where this took place, and even some of the models who were on the uh, the, the packages. And Harrison actually found a, found a, an author of a book called Halloween Nation, Leslie Bannatine. We're gonna get hear her hear hear her Porsche. <clears throat> We're gonna hear her. Um, side of the story as well. She's a Halloween expert. Halloween expert. Mm-hmm. So she'll be able to weigh in mm. on some of these these costumes that these girls these girls wear. Yeah. And the, and the packaging involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that has something something to do with it too. So people, stay tuned next week for part two of S and W. Um, we have uh, phone calls coming up next. Uh, but first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a sick and wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sick and wrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better sick and wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sick and wrong. So we have a few phone calls to get to. Uh, people, you can call the sick and wrong hotline at 323-522-4032. Uh, the first call we have is, uh, is kind of a depressing one. Mm. Kind of follows the theme of the show here. But uh, Skin Mike, Skin Mike is going through some hard times. Okay. Remember this guy? I remember him. Yep. Hey, sick and wrong. It's skinned Mike. I've uh, sounds bummed. Had some tequila, some weed, some pills. Sounds like me this entire weekend, just sitting in my apartment listening to fucking Arthur's theme over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> just no lights on. Yeah. Yeah. Smoking cigarettes. Mm. What were you drinking? Were you drinking like uh, like Jameson? 
Bloody Marys. Bloody Marys. Bloody wow. Marys. Just nonstop. And a, and a, and a uh, Kratom Yerba Mate bourbon concoction. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's it kind is. of like an upper and a downer, right? Yeah, it's a whole bunch of shit in huh. there. Um, coming to terms with uh, yet another failed relationship. Found out bitch was cheating, so... Uh, Oof. Ooh. That's rough. That's always rough. Yeah. At least you didn't have to experience that. I didn't have to experience that. Have thankfully. you had to have you had to do that before? Have you dealt with that? I've dealt with that. Yeah. Same with me. Yeah. It's, me too. It's rough. You I've get crazy. kind of been on both ends of yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, you get you get crazy. Yeah, I've been on both ends of that too. But yeah, you get fucking crazy, you know. You, you do, mm. and it, it's mm. weird too when you find out cuz mm. it's like oftentimes it validates the suspicions you've had for months. Right. You know, yeah. and it's like you've been like, and th- and that's the thing. I, yeah. Like, I I feel you have your usual suspects moment. Yeah, and then yeah. then you start wondering, like, you, you know, and, and you get kind of crazy. Like, mm. you go through people's Facebook pages and wonder, and then you then things start like uh, like coming mm. making sense. Like mm. that comment I read three months ago. Now I understand why he commented that. Yeah, you yeah. Know, on that picture and and all this, you start putting the pieces together. Yeah, and, and sometimes you feel like you're just paranoid. But then oftentimes, then you like, you know, you get your girlfriend's phone, you look through it and you see that text and then you're just like, man. And then you're so, so pissed off. Yeah. You know? And then after you break up, you're still obsessed about it. And you know that she she went, left to go visit him and it's confirmed because you got your, you put a Chinese menu in her door and you come <laughs> back the next day and it's still there. That means she didn't. Yep, she didn't yeah. come home. Yeah. And the worst is Boom. then she starts dating the guy yeah. that she was cheating on you with. Yeah. And then you're like, great and then they get married and yeah. then they have children yes and yeah. you're like awesome I'm, I'm glad you have a great life now i mean skin like one thing you can be thankful of i i got dumped uh a couple years ago i got dumped uh for a magician you gotta be kidding me no woman That's, dumped me to date a fucking mag- she i mean she didn't cheat on me with the magician but um she dumped my ass and then started dating a fucking magician Oh my God! You know, that, that talk about insult to injury on at that. the magic castle. Ah, yeah, it's yeah. even worse. Yeah, no, it's real well, bad. Would you rather have a clown or a magician? I'd rather have a clown. <laughs> I really have a problem with magicians. I don't like magicians. Um, I, I, I clowns. I can. I'm not fond of them, but I can handle a clown. I can deal with a clown. What about an LA comedian, stand-up comedian? That's pretty bad. Yeah, that, I mean that's. It's not as bad as a magician. No, magi- the magician yeah. is just the worst. Yeah, it, the, is the magician kind of like a David Copperfield, like an attractive guy, and then he comes around and he like wears the outfit, does all the card tricks. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, mm-hmm. silky blousey type of shirt. I don't know if he wore a silky blousey type of shirt. <laughs> have you ever seen but his act? Um, I have never seen his act. Thankfully, wow. No. But yeah, uh, that, that I could I could see that really enraging me. Right. I mean, and then it's like, and the, the worst part about it, it's like, you'll, you know, especially if it's a magician at the Magic Castle, he's probably friends with some of your friends. So in your Facebook feed, it's inevitable that you're going to see like a video of one of his performances pop up and then yeah. you're just going to smash your fist through your laptop screen. Yeah. Ah, that's got to be, that's got to be the worst. How'd you find out? Uh, she told me. She was like, I left you for. Yeah, yeah. I also found his business card, you know. Wow, when I was when I was hanging out, I left you for Chris Angel. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> how like come, really a magician? Really, really? That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. A magician. How come you weren't motivated to learn magic yourself so you could compete? You know, if I had the sleight of hand, if I had the sleight <laughs> of hand to be a magician, 
I'd be a fucking world-class thief. I wouldn't be a fucking magician. Yeah, right? I'd probably be like that's a cat burglar or yeah, something. That's or what like I'd a do. poker player. Yeah, I'd be a, I'd be I'd do something cool. Not a fucking you not, know, not uh, doing card tricks not, and making coins disappear with or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, that would that would be rough. I, I don't know how I would take that. I mean, that's the thing. It's like I'm if, still upset about it. Like you know, what, my ex, uh, the one that actually yeah. did cheat on me, she ended up like dating like some lawyer guy, and I think mm. she was like, and I was like, yeah, you know that guy probably makes a lot more money than I do mm. and probably can take you on like really expensive vacations or something. So it makes sense. I mean, mm. I was younger at the time mm. and she was dating an older guy then. Right. I was like, it made sense to me. Sure. I was pissed off. Yeah. But I don't hate lawyers. Right. I mean, I hate lawyers for other reasons, but I don't, ha- I didn't hate lawyers just because of that. Right. But a magician. I already wasn't fond of magicians. I've never been with. too fond of yeah. magicians either. No. And then it did. And then for your girl to be like, yeah, you suck. I'd rather date a magician. It's one of the, it's one of the, the pitfalls of being in the only, like one of the only two cities where magicians have some legitimacy. You know what I mean? Here in Las Vegas. That's it. Magicians get ass in this city. They do. And they do. Yeah. It's I, fucking, I've seen it. Yeah. It's a real goddamn shame. And it's like in the New magic York. Cat- you kidding me? New York, a magician, would you'd be no, laughed out of the. Yeah. You'd be laughed out of the club. Yep. You came to a comedy club and you try to do a, ma- a magic act. You're gonna be laughed out. Yeah, yep. and not in a good laughter, not in no. a good way. No. Whereas here, it's like yeah. you'll see guys coming up and they'll do like some magic trick at the bar. Yeah. And the girl will laugh and then he'll be like, "Here's my card. Put my name out and you come to Magic Castle." Yeah. And it's like, oh, the Magic Castle. Oh, it's so and she's flowing like a river because you said Magic Castle. It's this yeah, yeah, is the yeah. only city. How many cities have a fucking Magic Castle? Like yeah. we're only. It's exclusive to magicians. Ah, yeah man anyway mm. hopefully skin mike's uh girl wasn't cheating on him with a magician i dropped her and uh it's kind of a common story in my life lately but um God, life sucks. anyway i just wanted to kind of call and thank you guys for being there um listening to your show is immensely comforting because most of the people you do stories about way fucking worse than I do. <laughs> it's true. And uh, when I'm feeling pretty down on myself, I can usually laugh at whatever you guys are talking about. Shout out Freud. It's always good. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Hail Satan. Well, Skin Mike, I uh, feel for you, man. We've all been there. You'll yeah. get through it. You'll meet another one. Right. It just takes, eh, it takes a matter of time. It sucks. Breakups suck. I mean, there's no... Uh, there's no easy way to get through it. I recommend, uh, I don't know, Jameson, Bullet Rye. That usually helps me. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's Yeah, I mean, it's weird because it's honestly the last two relationships I had happened after I gave up on dating entirely. They just, you gave up on dating and the next thing you know, just yeah. spontaneously, you just got into yeah. another relationship. Yeah, I'm still technically giving up on dating. It just happens. You just, you know. You know, it, it it does suck. I think the the other idea is like to have to to think about like God. Now I'm gonna get back on dating apps. Yeah, and, and that's and that's the word. That's like the nadir. Of I don't think I'm ever going to do that again. You're not gonna get back on the dating apps. No, I'm not. I mean, I can't. I can't. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm just gonna. You know, I don't. The, I don't the care problem anymore. is, I was talking to a guy Fuck at everything. work about this who just <laughs> broke up with his lady. And he was like, "Oh man, I don't want to get back on Tinder again." And he's a younger guy. Yeah. And I was, and I was like, you know, I can understand that, but then that means you have to be more social. You have to actually make yeah. an effort and leave your house, right? Because that's the thing with dating apps—they're convenient. You could just sit and meet a girl from the comforts of your own home. Yeah, you know, on your laptop. Whereas, like, if you're not going to do it that way, then you got to like 
go to social events. Right. Like, do you see yourself being more social? Um, no. I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I mean, I kind of need to try to be because I need to keep myself busy. Because if I'm doing stuff, I'm not thinking about doing drugs. Yeah, that's true. So I, that tr- true. I should try to be more social. But it's weird because I was like a friend of mine. I had a house guest recently. And um, she went, she got on Bumble. And we're just dating like within the three block radius of my house. Wait, while she was at your house, yeah, she yeah. was just kind of like going on Bumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, stole a bunch of pills from one guy's house. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But you know, so. but that's the thing though. Like, not to defend the, I'm not trying to to defend the dating apps. The dating apps suck. But think about it this way: there's a lot of girls who just got relationships also on those apps, right? Looking to meet guys. So I mean, you can you can, you can meet somebody by being lazy and not having actually to deal with going to someone's birthday party at a bar or a mm, dance club. Yeah, which just sounds like I don't know hell to me. Yeah, man. I, I feel like, you know, Mike, you're in the, the point right now where you're just kind of having to deal with it. Just drink a lot. I don't know. Watch Conan the Barbarian. It's a good movie. <laughs> just <laughs> watch that. You okay. know, that movie will, t- as soon as you see yeah. James Earl Jones as Tulsa Doom, you'll forget about her. Yeah. <laughs> he turns into a snake. Yeah. Remember that? Snake comes right out of his mouth. He's a fucking python. Do you remember fucking, wasn't Rose McGowan in the remake? Or am I crazy? Oh, yeah. Was it Rose McGowan? Yeah, it was. <laughs> was it Rose McGowan? Who, who's the guy, the Game it of Thrones was. guy? Drogo or Carl, Cal Drogo or whatever was uh, Conan, right? I, I don't know. Not I as good as Schwarzenegger. It. Yeah, yeah. You know? Hmm. You know, Schwarzenegger just had open heart surgery. Did he? This weekend, yeah. Huh. All the steroids <laughs> caught up to him finally. Jesus Christ. Hopefully he gets better. Hmm. All right. Well, good luck, Skin Mike. And hmm. uh, yeah, you know, uh, we're, we're here for you. Uh, the next call we have here is from uh, Todd... The Batman villain, who I think should now be called Todd the BV. Okay. Bacterial vaginosis. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. That so makes Todd, very little sense, but sure. Todd okay. the Batman villain yeah. uh, has called in just to, to chat with us. Okay. Batman villain. So there's a thing about um, taste. If you want to make fun of me, you've got to do it well. Brandon... Todd, might as well have said Chad, might as well have said it in a fake black voice, like, er, 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 white guys say this. It wasn't funny, it was... Okay, he lost me. <laughs> I, What's I was, he talking about? I was following him at first, because remember, we were trying to figure out what his name would be. Oh, oh, yeah. it was Brandon or Todd. Yeah, I was going with Todd, and then you, it, were, I was you eventually of, came around in my way of thinking on Well, that. I was thinking Brandon, but mm. you're right, though. Yeah. He sounds like a, his name is probably Todd. Brandon's a little too, you know what I mean? Too easy. Yeah, it is a little too easy. Slow hang, it's yeah. like Todd. Todd, I can buy it. But why, why does why does he think we're going to say it like a black guy would, like Sinbad or something? I don't know. You I, didn't say it like that, did no, you? No, I, I don't recall doing that. Like in a black guy's voice. I mean, I, I don't know what he's talking about. He's he's going off on some kind of weird. Oh, he must be here. talking about my Amos and Andy routine. <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? What is he talking about? I, you know, I'm not quite sure. Uh, but I think what we were we we're arguing mm. whether his name would be Todd or Brandon. Okay, and I was Brandon, but then I came around to your way of thinking, and mm. I think Todd. Yeah, is is just probably actually his name. Well, I don't think I can ever come around to this guy's way of thinking because I don't. Even I don't know, know what he's talking about. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Packy. <sighs> Oh, and Harrison, the guy from the 2004s, who's there going to be 3,000 of them? And David, with the guy with the biblical name. Your names are... What is he's he He's making ta- fun of our names. Well, he's the guy from the 2004s. 
What does that mean? I don't know what that means. So, was there more than one 2004? <laughs> what is he talking know. about? And a biblical name. I understand mm. David's a biblical name, a but biblical that's not name. like really you know what? offensive. I, I got a secret for you. Most names are biblical names. <laughs> yeah. Most of them are. Don't tell Todd that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, mm. I, I think it's funny how he's just like, you know, put some thought into making fun of me. It's like, we're, mm. we weren't even trying to make fun of you. Yeah. We were just saying, we we're trying to guess what your actual name would be. And right. I, I do think, yeah, I do legitimately think it's probably Todd. Yeah, I stand by you know? Todd. I, I do too. So fucking cool. Yeah. So if you want to be like cool and like insulting and like snarky and off-putting, you can, but please use your own material. Please don't say, white guys say this. People who have money say this. Because that's what you're doing. I get. Oh, yeah. I guess we were doing a, some kind of Def Jam comedy thing. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You ever notice how, you know, black people, when they're driving, they're, they're laid back. They're like, mmm, driving. They got one hand on the wheel that's laid back. White guy's like, I'm using both hands and I'm driving down the road. Like, I guess that, that, that he's accusing us of doing a bit much like that. Do you ever, do you ever see that Simpsons when Homer's like, it's so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so true. Um, yeah. I don't recall saying that. I, I think don't you're, either. you're arguing that his name is Todd and I think yeah. I was arguing that his name is Brandon. And I, I think I was he, saying that his mother and father probably bought him a townhome or he something. Might, yeah, I mean, he might just be extrapolating on that he thinks that our naming him is hackneyed on the level of late 80s stand-up comedy. By what? Conjecture what his name would be? Yeah. I, I don't know. And, so, and then furthermore, <laughs> whose material did or we lift? Paula Poundstone or something. I don't... Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's another thing. Has, has anyone else ever argued yeah. about the name Brandon or we, Todd? We stole a bit from Elaine Boozler. Yeah. I don't, know, like, what, I don't know. What's going like, on? Who did we rip off? Gilbert okay. Gottfried yeah. here or something? Yeah. I'm confused. Jesus Christ. Anyway, Jesus. Mm. All, right. All right. So salty, yeah. this guy. Yeah. Todd. Calm down. Yeah. I, you know what? I am wearing a Steve Harvey zoot suit right now. Maybe <laughs> maybe he has a point. <laughs> what, guys? And, oh, yeah, by the way, I should just call you Tyrone and fucking fuckhead. Because... <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, he should call us Tyrone and fuckhead. Who's, See, it's who's not that easy fuckhead. to improvise, is it, motherfucker? Yeah. Is it? You know, God. you try to do it and you fail. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, who's fuckhead here? Me or uh, Harrison? I, I don't know. Who's Tyrone? I, I call dibs on Tyrone. I like well, that Well, you're African-American. So I, I grew up can, in Africa. Yeah. So, thank you. I, I'll take mm, that. All right. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? I like how he was trying to mm. think for a second. He was gonna, I think he was going to say Frank. Tyrone and Frank. But then he was like, no, I got to mm. say something else. Fuckhead. Frank would make even less sense than fuckhead. Than fuckhead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do kind of yeah. like that, though. Mm. The Tyrone and fuckhead show. <laughs> That's a good show, yeah. You have nothing going on, and one of you is a drughead, and one of you is a fuckhead. Oh, okay. you're a fuckhead. Oh, God, all yeah. right. All right. You're, you're the fuck- drughead. Yeah, I'm Tyrone. <laughs> How many, <laughs> I like the term drughead. Yeah. It's like, wait, wait, who says that? <sighs> hey, drughead. Is this guy just so out of step with basic humanity that he just doesn't know how to... He doesn't know what words mean. He doesn't know how to speak. <laughs> but he's He so doesn't quick, know how to say things. But he's so quick-witted, though. Yeah. He's able to, like, I mean, on the fly, come please, up with something Please insulting. continue calling, because it's entertaining. Yet intelligent. But I'm, I'm just fascinated. <laughs> I'm, I'm just... I'm fascinated. I want to know yeah. why he's so salty. Mm. Todd, why Hi. are you so salty? 
Because we love you. We really do. We like you you. Mean, we appreciate we your feedback. Yeah. At least that's original. It's not funny, but it's original. It's neither. I think it's funny. Okay. <laughs> Tyrone and fuckhead. Okay, yeah, okay, that is funny. I think, you know what I think yeah. is funny about it? It wouldn't be funny if he was like, well, I'll call you Tyrone and fuckhead. But mm. it's the delivery. The yeah. timing and the delivery. The timing and the delivery. Uh, I'll call you Tyrone and fuckhead. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that the timing and delivery was props, great on that. I'll give you that. Todd, I'll give you then. that there, props Todd. To Todd, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Todd, that was that was Todd a the BV. Scathing indictment from Todd the Batman villain yet again. Todd the BV. Yeah. All right. Well, Todd, you got uh, a whole queue of them. You know, I know. No, he's, he calls yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what's funny about Todd? Mm. He calls right after we release a show, like right. hours at. Like he'll yeah. call the next day mm. with just an excoriating like message he just mm. like it's yeah it's, it's so much vitriol in that guy and i don't understand because we give him nothing but love right and yeah. airtime you know He's i amazing. mean we could not play your calls todd yeah then how would you feel that's what i'd like to know calling me a fuckhead <laughs> and you a drug head yeah <laughs> well, I, like that uh, term. I, I think it's i think he's calling me a drug head because of um the fact that i do drugs Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, I think that's what that means. It kind of reminds me of like uh, (laughs) Coach Harvey from like my freshman football team. He was just like, don't be a drug head. Drug heads never win. It's like, okay, I guess I won't be a drug head. Yeah. (laughs) He was right though. We don't win. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, yeah so. apparently not. Mm-hmm. So we have one more call to get to here. Uh, the Epic Farter actually called in. And we hadn't heard from him in a while. Mm. But this time he called in with a like a certifiable poo story, like a certifiable shit story. Great. Ah, D and Harrison. Epic farter here. Been a long time since I called you guys. Um, As I told you before, I seem to be uh, a bit better on the old flatulence and uh, tomfoolery in the botty department. Not much to report. But uh, yeah, I've got a little shit story for you. Um, You know that I do this crazy fishing stuff in the UK um, I do it all year round so I go and I sleep out at night all through the winter all through the summer anytime I can go really um, well a buddy of my, mine and uh, myself we went fishing to this place it's like a massive like art gallery mansion place and they got a big lake out the front um, they're meant to have toilets for us, um, but on the close season, the toilets, you can't get into it. So, you- this is a weird thing about like England and Ireland and shit. You can just like trespass on people's manor land. I'm like, Dude, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna like go hiking in this guy's fucking. So, you can go fishing property. in someone's backyard. It happens, yeah. Do people I, not people don't own, mind? Do people, people don't not own mind. like the spit, like the land, like they do here? No, they. It's not the Soviet Union. They they own land. It's just they don't. They're not insane. Oh, so they're, they're, they're not, not like, like sitting out there with a shotgun with an AR fifteen. <laughs> AR fifteen. Yeah. It's like you're on my land. I get to shoot you yeah. now. Yeah, my bio dad has like a wood that people walk through, and he says hello to them. You know, we'll just see him. So he doesn't around. care. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't care. But so. but I bet you like if that was in like anywhere like in Texas. Yeah, you can't go on no. someone's land. No, you can't. You've got to find your own place to shit. Um, pissing's fine, obviously, you just piss in a bush, but if you want to shit when you're out in the woods, um, you've got to do it like a bear and shit in the woods, basically. Um, so it's cold, it's winter, I've got a full, like, bodysuit thing on, like, um... Like a fursuit? 
is he wearing like like I'm I'm picturing something or like an American apparel not body picture, suit. Picture him like a okay. like a shape of water type of thing, okay, like a whole yeah. fish suit. So a he'll be suit. submerged in the water, like Aquaman. Yeah, something okay. like that. Yeah. Like hmm. I don't know what you'd call it. It's like you know an all-in-one. You know, like you guys in the fish states suit. have a like a funsy. Oh, you think he's wearing like a funsy? Yeah, but it's probably a waterproof fun. Like waders. He's wearing waders. You ever do that? <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. Where you can wade yeah. out in the middle of the water. Sure. Yeah, That's that what he's sense. doing. Sleeping suit, like a romper suit when you're kids. It's a bit like that, but it's all padded and warm. Keeps me warm in the winter. It's great. The only problem is when you want to shit, you've either got to climb out of the thing or you've got to sort of pull it down, tuck it up through your knees and hold onto it while you're having a dump in the woods. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't think I quite tucked it in enough. Um, so I'm there in this little bush, squatting down, straining, biting a stick. It's got one of those flaps in the back or something. <laughs> no, I think what he what yeah. he's saying is he's got to like it's. Probably, it sounds to me like it's overalls, like a snow. Oh. You, ever, you ever wear a snowsuit? Yes. When you're getting, a long it's like time a, ago. Yeah, yeah, same with me. Where it's like yeah. you wear it's like overalls. So he probably right. took the overalls down okay. and he pulled it down past his knees, but he didn't pull it down far enough. No, and no. So he's, He's bent over, no. shitting in the in the woods. Ah. I don't know what he's talking about biting a stick. I don't know if it's like an exceptionally large stool or something. Okay. But I've had that, man. Oh yeah, trying to get this shit out and uh, reaching around, trying to get some loo paper out of my pocket, some <laughs> tissues to wipe my ass, wiping my ass. Think, yeah, yeah, I'm all done. About five wipes down. Yeah, that'll do. Pull it up. Start walking to back to my mate, and I'm like. Oh, no. That's not oh, shit. No. Uh, yeah, that's definitely shit. So I'm thinking, oh fuck, what have I done? Have I shit in the back of this suit? Have I got it on my hand? What have I done? So I get back to my mate and I'm like, the shit's coming from inside the suit. <laughs> mate, I smell shit. I reckon I've got some in my suit. So I start taking the suit off, looking around, looking on my legs, looking on my knees, checking my shoes out. Always check behind your knees. To make sure there's not shit there. It's almost like this is almost like a science fiction movie I know. or something. It's like the symbiote is now in the suit. Yeah. You, you went outside yeah. the ship. Yeah. Now look what happens. I'm like, yeah, I can definitely smell shit. And I go to rub my nose and I look, and on the back of my hand, there's this like noggin of poop. Oh no! Just sitting there. And it fucking stunk. And it must have been on the sleeve because Jesus. it was on the sleeve of my jacket and on the sleeve of my hoodie that I had on. Ugh. And ah. it's cold, man. It's freezing outside. So I'm having to dunk my hand in the lake, <coughs> wash off this poop, scrubbing it off my hand. It, fucking horrible. I don't know <laughs> if you've seen poop outside, but poop outside basically is sort of like an orange colour um, and it's gnarly. Uh, so yeah. Wait a second. He's saying shit outside, outside of a toilet, outside of a house mm -hmm. is orange? Yeah, he's wrong. Yeah, I was That's, about to say, what are sense. you eating, Epic yeah. Farter? Like a lot of Cheetos? I, think I don't maybe, get it. Maybe in the moonlight, you know? It's <laughs> In like the moonlight, it just is, yeah, it's has orange. an orangish hue. Like blood looks black in the moonlight. <sighs> if you're walking around covered in blood, it looks black. So maybe, so maybe shit, shit looks, looks orange. orange. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I, I don't remember so. the last time I had to shit outside, but yeah. I don't recall. Man, I don't think it was at night. Um, but yeah, dude, if I had an orange shit, I would be concerned. Well, I mean, now that I think about it, the last time I was uh, outside covered in blood taking a shit, 
It was orange, and that was about a week ago. So <laughs> he's correct. I managed to shit on myself. So yeah, I'm really sorry to hear about your cat, man. I know that's a big thing. Uh, we've had pets. Um, ah, I know what it's you. like when you lose one. I bawled my eyes out when my my dog died. You know, sometimes D, I don't appreciate your ability to segue. It's only moments now that I appreciate your ability to segue when I see somebody utterly unable to do the least bit of segue. I kind of like this pivot, though. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I have shit on my hand that looks orange mm. in the moonlight. Dude, I'm sorry about your yeah, cat, yeah. bro. <laughs> so I, I think yeah. that guy, is a, that was a masterful pivot. Mm. Hillary Clinton couldn't even do it that well. Right. I was 18, so yeah. Keep it going, mate. Keep doing all the good work that you're doing. Harrison keep on going man because you're great i love all your stories uh shame there's no more feather ones but <laughs> sorry i have to say that uh, yeah. you take care of yourself guys um and hopefully i'll see you when you come to the uk sometime take care love you bye all right he's <laughs> got a shit covered feather for you yeah epic farter uh, thanks man i appreciate the condolences uh always good to hear from epic farter yes and he's in he's back in like true form here uh-huh. this is great yeah. this is classic epic farter uh people call sicker on hotline 323-522-4032 um we did get one email that came in from uh, brian sent to the cigarette podcast at hotmail.com address he says howdy you as you strange transatlantic fellows say I'm loving the craft, and I'm loving you two sexy podcraft geniuses. I have something to declare. I've been battling with this for years now, boys. I'm going to just come right out with it. I'm a bumder. I am as bent as a boomerang. D, I am so thankful for your homosexual aura that you carry with you on the show. It's given me the courage to come out in front of all your fans. Well, that's, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Glad to help you out. Harrison's weird gallivanting gaboons have also helped me in coming to terms with my realization. Dee, maybe you could hook me up with your bro. He sounds like a swell geezer. Is he being serious? I can't actually tell. I'm not sure. Okay. We could both get jammy in the bedroom. If, <laughs> if you can wit I'm saying, you bum fluff fuck nuggets. Hmm. Uh, Gia, we shout out on the show to Josh, Derek, Jameson, Shankster, and Deacon Naismith Horn. Right. Cheers, you couple of twats. I fucking love you both. Wink, wink. Brian. I think he's he's uh, jesting here. I think Deacon Naismith Horn was born in yeah. Kinderhook, New York in 1847. <laughs> what the fuck kind of name? Is- All right. Is it Deacon like a normal name over there, though? Probably. Yeah, I, th- I think Deacon's in the... Yeah. I like Shankster, though. <laughs> yeah, Derek, yeah, Joshua mm. Derek Jameson Shankster. Yeah. yeah. It's a great name. Well, All right, well, uh, Brian, you know, I'm glad to help you with your, yeah. your courage to come out. Um, to props. Be a, Mad props. Yeah, to be a... Good on a, you. A bumder. Mm. That's a great term. <laughs> I like Ben as a boomerang. Yeah. I'm not sure, you know, I, you know my, my brother might be into it. Um, he's a, he's into many things, uh, so uh, I I don't know. I don't know if you're in San Francisco, I might be able to make a love connection. Uh, people, your you sex can... life's gonna get way more interesting. Yeah. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> Nothing else is true. That's true. People, you can support the show by becoming a sick and wrong patron. Just go to Patreon.com/slash/sickandwrong. Uh, we've been posting a lot of stuff recently. I actually just posted uh, some more archives. Year four. Uh, we'll begin to part two of year four a little later this week. Also, uh, one of the uh, recent outtakes where we were discussing the roller skating was one of the funnier outtakes I think we've done in a while. It was oh, yeah. pretty good. Right, yeah. Was, uh, Harrison was talking at length 
about his love of roller skating. So uh, you can. <laughs> the only way you're going to hear that is yeah. by signing up for Patreon. Mm. But uh, we are trying to do uh, a, a lot of extra content. One extra Patreon story, two extra phone calls, and uh, outtakes and other extra stuff every week. So go to patreon.com slash sickandwrong and, and uh, yeah, join up today. Also, we have Sick and Wrong merch available at the Redbubble store, the sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Click on the picture of the Pope. Uh, finally here, Sick and Wrong song of the week came in from Johnny. He says, D... Are you going to see the Melvins with the butthole surfers? Uh, I think Johnny's talking about this. So the Melvins, it's not the, the full butthole surfers, but Jeff Pincus, the original bassist uh, from the butthole surfers, just joined the Melvins, and they're doing a tour. They came out with a new album, actually. Um, it's called the, the new album's called Pincus Abortion Technician. Were you ever into that band, Look, the butthole surfers? Mm. I, had a, I had an album. I was, what, take them or leave them. Pretty when much. I when I was in high school and we did a lot of acid back then, that was my go. That was my favorite favorite band to listen hmm. to because it was so weird. Yeah, like that album "Locust Abortion Technician" with the song "Sweat Loaf." Highly recommended, people. But it's with a head full of acid, and when you actually see their their live show, um, it was the only time I've ever really freaked out and kind of like lost my cool on drugs like it was like they had three big screens showing penile reconstructive surgery mm. graphically graphic yeah. medical videos while they're playing this album locust abortion technician and i remember being like on just two hits of lsd i couldn't take it yeah. i had to go outside i was crying mm. i was sweating <laughs> it, was, it was not a good thing I was smoking like a pack of cigarettes <laughs> i'm sure you've been there yeah anyway this um you know, I'm, I'm interested to see this new lineup. The Melvins are doing a lot of weird things now. I'm amazed that band's still around. Like, they've been around since, like, the early 80s. Yeah. You know, still... Uh, it's also weird. To, like, I don't know. I went to see them in, like, 2007 or something. Because all his hair is gray now. Oh, you know? yeah. It's gray, but yeah, yeah. still like a like Sideshow Bob. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Buzzo. Um, but, yeah, so this song that he sent in is called Stop Moving to Florida. And it's actually a kind of a medley of the butthole surfers moving to Florida with the James gang song stop you know that band the james gang yeah i remember so them. i think joe walsh from the eagles was in this in okay. the 70s they did that song funk 49 right um pretty interesting song though uh, in a statement from uh buzz osborne he said uh i wanted to do the song stop but i didn't want to do all of it it's like a 12 minute song hmm. and i love moving to florida so i figured stop moving to florida is perfect so uh, we'll, we'll end the show here with Stop Moving to Florida. Thanks, Johnny, for sending that in. And yeah, I am planning actually to go check out uh, the Melvins. They're playing with uh, Boris, another good band. Um, people will be back next week with part two of the 16-part series about Nigel Smith and his costume store copulation. Are we actually doing that or is this an April Fool's joke? It's an uh, April Fool's joke. Yeah, but I, I was going to carry it through okay but oh yes it is an april fool's okay. joke like we would be able to do this <laughs> as if we could carry on a, as if we even like have the ability to do like a sarah koenig style right this american life type podcast the thought continuity to last <laughs> beyond three days no. i don't even remember what we did yeah. last week mm -hmm. god anyway but actually people will be back next week with episode 628 till then take it sleazy um happy uh, april fools
The number one fan, and I need more of Trucker Paul. I need more of that one bitch who uh, sent in her period juice to you. I forget her name. You guys hung out, but I need more of that. I need more of Vietnam guy. I need more good callers. Uh, shout out to Papa Smurf. Keep on, keep on keeping on, brother. 